Six running backs currently live on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster, and we're going to look at each of them today on this episode of Locked on Bucks. Your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome into this Friday episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for making Locked on Bucks your first listen of the day every day. And don't forget, you can subscribe for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on YouTube, do me a favor, hit the like button for me real quick. It'll help other Buccaneers fans find the episode just like you did. And of course, you can also follow me if you want to on Twitter at dharrison82. I'm your host, David Harrison. We're locked on Bucks host for today's episode, credential member of the media covering the Buccaneers for BucksGameDay.com, a part of Sports Illustrated's fan nation. And uh, James and I are here either in, in together sometimes or separately sometimes, a lot separately uh, this week. But we're here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the dead period. And then we'll be back to five days a week leading into training camp and of course every day as we appreciate your continued support for the show and continued attendance coming through every time we drop an episode the fantasy impact of buccaneers running back room can have on your league and winning chances where the national media sees this group and where i think they stack up in the nfc south all coming up but first we're going to start today's position preview of the running back room by taking a look back at 2022 and what it meant for the six running backs currently on Tampa Bay's roster. And that's assuming, of course, that they don't extend Mike Evans and sign Dalvin Cook before you see or hear this. And if you do, uh, we will adjust as necessary in future episodes. But starting off with the depth chart, as it's listed currently on our, ourlads.com, Rashad White is RB number one, Chase Edmonds number two, Keyshawn Vaughn coming in third, Patrick Laird is fourth, Sean Tucker and Ronnie Brown. Your UDFAs are bringing up the rear fifth and sixth. And we start off with RB1, Rashad White, uh, in 2022, had 129 carries, ranking him 36th in the National Football League. But he only netted 481 rushing yards, which was 41st in the National Football League. And, of course, you want your attempts to rank lower than your yards attempt because that means you're getting positive rushing yards every single play. His average per carry, 3.7 yards, was 99th in the NFL. And his touchdowns, one of them, 63rd. Uh, in the NFL. Now, among running backs with 25 passing targets or more, which was 51 of them total, uh, Rashad White came in 12th overall with 58 targets, 11th with 50 catches, 19th with 290 yards, 43rd in yards per reception at 5.8, and 11th in touchdowns with two of them. But his catch percentage, 86.2%, was third best in the NFL. And of course, some, some of those numbers are not going to surprise Bucks fans because you watched this team last year. You saw what the state of the running back group was. You saw what the state of the running game was. By and large, honestly, mostly part, probably due to the offensive line, which was really thrown off course uh, with the injury to Ryan Jensen and never fully uh, got their feet under them. Again, this year, hopefully a better unit. Obviously, Ryan Jensen's coming back, but Tristan Wirfs moving over to the left side. Luke Gedeke is going to get another opportunity uh, to prove himself here. So we'll see if the Buccaneers can put together a formidable uh, offensive line this year. And then maybe the addition of a more mobile quarterback than Tom Brady was uh, will make things a little bit easier. If, if you can improvise a little bit better, it might make things actually look a little bit better. Now, Rashad White was a rookie last year, right? So among other first-year running backs, uh, Rashad White also was 7th in attempts, 8th in yards, 16th in yards per catch, 10th in touchdowns, 1st in targets, 1st in receptions, 1st in touchdown receptions, 2nd in receptions, receiving yards, 
and 16th in yards per reception and 11th in catch percentage. Now, in the yards per reception and catch percentage, right, he's outside the top 10. But when you knock it down, when you knock the comparatives down to only running backs that received at least 30 targets, Rashad White ranks sixth among those in yards per reception and first uh, in catch percentage among those. So, you know, while the numbers don't look super great from a league-wide standpoint, of course, Rashad White's numbers among his peers, his first-year running back group, not totally terrible. So I think he's on a decent path. And again, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can get a little bit more creative on offense with Dave Canales, get a little bit more, you know, in, in, in innovative uh, play, I think a creative play from the quarterback position this year, uh, then maybe that'll help things when things start to kind of break down a little bit. And if that offensive line can get on a solid footing, I think that better days for Rashad White are certainly ahead. But now we turn to running back number two, Chase Edmonds spent 2022 between the Miami Dolphins and the Denver Broncos, came in 61st in the league in rushing attempts with 68. Those produced 245 yards, which was 65th. So 61st in carry, 65th in yards, pretty much kind of, kind of shows an average rushing back, right? Yards per carry, 3.6, 104th in the NFL, two, two rushing touchdowns for Chase came in 48th. Now among running backs with 12 or more targets because Chase Evans had 24. So I basically cut the number in half, turned the population that there was 84 running backs last year that had at least 12 or more targets. Chase Evans came in 52nd overall with 24 of those 16 catches ranked him 57th, 157 yards ranks him 45th, 9.8 yards per reception ranks him seventh. And his one touchdown makes him 19th. His catch percentage was 66.7%, which ranks him 74th uh so uh you kind of look at him as your kind of your receiving back right but honestly his receiving number is not as good uh, as rashad white so maybe we see rashad white more of a running back more of a bell cow running back than maybe we're all expecting i know we've here on the episode every day as you know we've always kind of, we've kind of been talking about having a multi-faceted running attack seattle likes to do that so we kind of assume that's what dave canals is going to do Looking at these numbers, though, Chase Edmonds is certainly going to need to pick up his production if he's going to be a part of that rotation. Another running back trying to get into that rotation in Dave Canales' offense, of course, is Keyshawn Vaughn, someone that we have not been very high on, but we are still hopeful that he is certainly going to prove us wrong, and we would love to be able to come on the show and say that we did not see the production from Keyshawn Vaughn coming when it does come. Last season, however, 17 rushing attempts, ranked 105th in the NFL, 53 yards, was 108th. His 3.1 yards per carry ranked him 116th, and he had no rushing touchdowns. Now, he had four targets uh, in the passing game last year, so 120 running backs in the NFL had four or more of those. Uh, he tied for 114th because he's last, right, 114th. Uh, three catches also tied him for 114th, 19 yards, ranked him 107th out of those 120. 6.3 yards per catch, however, was 67th out of 120, so almost the top half of that group there no touchdowns his catch percentage came in at 75 percent which was 66. patrick laird was a veteran running back spent 2021 on the tampa or spent 2022 on the tampa bay buccaneers practice squad for the most part uh did not have any active games uh he's had some active games in his history but that's what he did in 2022 sean tucker in 2022 a lot of people excited about sean tucker an undrafted free agent priority free agent meaning he's got some guaranteed money uh coming him his way last year was in Syracuse, spent 12 games playing for the Syracuse Orange, 206 carries, 1,060 yards, 5.1 yards per carry, 11 rushing touchdowns. He also added 36 catches, 254 yards at 7.1 yards per reception and two receiving touchdowns. Not bad for a running back. That's not really considered a super receiving, versatile 
uh, type of guy. He was a first-team All-American in 2021 and a multiple-time All-ACC player. Also set the Syracuse single-season rushing yards record with 1,496 of those bad boys back in 2021. Three seasons at Syracuse, he finished third all-time in rushing yards with 3,182. And then we turn to our last undrafted free agent. Again, another priority undrafted free agent, meaning he's got guaranteed money in his contract. Ronnie Brown, not the Ronnie Brown uh, from Auburn that uh, played with Cadillac Williams. Could have been one of the greats Cadillac. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, injuries uh, derailed him. But let's talk about this Ronnie Brown. 15 games played last season in Division II football for Shepherd University. 219 carries, 1,863 yards. 8.5 yards per carry was the best in Division II. 8.5 yards per carry. That's impressive, guys. And I know it's Division II. I know it's Shepard, but it's still impressive. 19 rushing touchdowns. Also added 56 catches, 589 yards receiving, 10.5 yards per reception, five touchdowns. And this is where I think things can get a little bit interesting. 19 kick returns, 546 yards, 28.7 yards per return, and a return touchdown. He was a participant in the 2023 NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. Was the was all PSAC East first team? PSAC is Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference. So all PSAC East first team. Uh, so that is a very intriguing rookie. I think someone to watch to in the in the return game competition. We'll see if he can carve out uh, a special teams role for himself. Certainly, I think after running back number one, I think there's certainly a lot of flexibility in there for anybody to make this statement and make this team. So that's what happened in 2022. Now let's look into the future and let's see where groups are ranking or sites are ranking this group uh, according to the experts in the sports media landscape. That's coming up next on today's episode of Locked on Bucks. And today's episode of Locked on Bucks is brought to you by FanDuel. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Even if you win, you still get the bonus bets. The Tampa Bay Rays are in Seattle Friday night to face the Mariners, and if you make the right bet on that game, then you can win some cash and get your bonus bets. And even if you lose the cash, you'll get 10 times your money back in the form of free bets up to $200. So if you lose 20 bucks, you get $200 back from FanDuel and you get $200 to try to make back your 20 bucks, if not more, hopefully. That's 200 you can spend betting on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Thanks for making Locked On Bucks your first listen every day, especially today. And especially thank you to all you everydayers out there who are turning in, even during this dead period that we have set sail into. I hope you're all preparing to have a safe and happy 4th of July weekend. 4th of July is on Tuesday, so it's kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, let me know what you're, how you're celebrating. Let me know how, what, what's your situation with this 4th of July uh, weekend. I know where I work outside of sports, we're coming into work Monday, getting Tuesday off, coming back to work Wednesday. It's kind of weird, a little bit uh, weird. I would probably rather have Wednesday off and, and celebrate. Anyway, um, that's not my decision to make, but let me know how you guys are adapting to this uh, strange 4th of July weekend, quote unquote, right? Continuing today's episode, though, we're looking at the 2023 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back room. And we're going to look now at some outlook uh, projection projections, rankings. Um, it's so difficult to talk about this. I don't, I can't even get the words out of my mouth sometimes, because as you know, if you've been looking at national media, not a lot of love going around for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers these days. Pro Football Focus ranked the Buccaneers running back group as a group, uh, fittingly. And out of 32 running back groups in the National Football League, they ranked the Buccaneers group 30th and wrote, quote, Rashad White saw 136 carries, including the playoffs, as a rookie earning a 66.5 PFF rushing grade and looks set to be the Buccaneers' lead back in 2023. Chase Edmonds leads the backups in the position at the position, coming off a season where many expect him to be a big factor in the Miami Dolphins' backfield, only for him to be traded midseason. Keyshawn Vaughn has been in the NFL for three seasons now, but has topped 60 in PFF grade just once, end quote. And, uh, yeah, something to note, 66.5, not a great score. I think it's 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 in the yellow, not quite in the green. Chase Edmonds, yeah, it was just like PFF said, was expected to be a big part of that Dolphins offense. Obviously, that didn't come to fruition. He ends up getting traded, and then Keyshawn Vaughn is continuing to try to, to find his footing in the National Football League. Uh, no Buccaneers. So PFF also did a top 32 individual running backs ranking uh, list. None of the Buccaneers running backs made that list. And, you know, I don't think anybody would expect Rashad White specifically to be, you know, top 15, maybe even top 20 is a little bit too hopeful. I think top 32, though, was reasonable, especially when you look at the bottom five, the last five running backs in uh, on this on this list. Rashad Petty of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, he's he's played 15 games in the last two seasons. You know what I mean? Like at one point. We used to say all the time, the best availability or the best ability is availability. James and I still say that here on Locked on Bucks. We still subscribe to that belief and we believe in it, right? Uh, but Rashad Penny, you know, 15, 15 games in the last two seasons. It's not a lot of availability and he's going to be a backup in Philadelphia. He might even be like the third running back. I mean, they've got DeAndre Swift. They've got Kenneth Gainwell who came on during the postseason last year, depending on how this offense morphs without uh, their previous offense coordinator under their new offense coordinator. Rashad Penny could be a, a nothing. You know, he could be something. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, he's going to be playing uh, behind a better offensive line in Philly than he was in Seattle, but doesn't guarantee success, right? So, uh, you know, you have a guy who could be something and a guy in Rashad White who has shown the promise. To me, I think a guy like Rashad White should get the tilt uh, over a guy like Rashad Penny. A.J. Dillon from the Green Bay Packers, number 29, another backup running back. A.J. Dillon certainly, certainly has value, certainly a talented guy, uh, but, you know, being relegated to a backup, he hasn't exactly pushed uh, for that starting job there in Green Bay all that much. I, I think I would still put Rashad White over him. Uh, number 30, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, who is currently a free agent. Not only is he a free agent, but he was released by the team that had him. And if you listen to his former running back coach, Skip Pete, when he talked about him uh, not too long ago during the OTA period, I believe it was, uh, didn't really sound like he was all that huge of a fan of the guy. And, you know, uh, so again, so Ezekiel Elliott's on the list. Doesn't even have a team, but somehow he's the top 32 running back for the NFL right now according to pff that's uh beyond me cam makers of the rams i think there's a lot of potential in cam but again injuries and availability and consistency have been an issue so you know you could probably split some hairs there david montgomery of the detroit lions again the chicago bears essentially moved on from david montgomery said thanks for your service you know have a good life uh when you have a guy like that versus a guy who not only is sticking with the team that he's been with granted it's only a second season but inspired this team enough to move from a veteran like leonard fournette who helped them win a super bowl not too long ago uh, again, I think I give the tilt to David Montgomery. So maybe don't put him above all these guys. I think Cam Akers, sure, maybe you could argue from a potential standpoint. He did uh, kind of have a, a little bit of a resurgence. But I think overall, certainly you can make a case for Rashad White to be in the top 32 
uh, instead of a couple, if not two or three of the guys who were in the top 32 that we just listed right there. So shifting now from PFF to ESPN. Now ESPN got kind of weird with it and they ranked their groups as wide receiver, tight end running back groups instead of just individual groups. Uh, They do have Tampa Bay number 18, which is down from fifth place in 2022 and down from first place in 2021 about the running backs ESPN wrote quote Fournette was cut after a dismal 2022 campaign handing the job by default to Rashad White the 2022 third rounder wasn't much better as a rookie serving mostly as a safe pair of hands in the passing game to replace the back who produced the fewest rushing yards over expected at minus 135 of any player in football the Bucks signed former Broncos back Chase Edmonds who ranked last among players with 50 or 50 carries or more in RYOE per attempt a whopping minus uh, 1.6 RYOE per carry, uh, rushing yards over expected. The Bucks line wasn't good without Ryan Jensen last season, but this isn't exactly an inspiring backfield. So uh, certainly ESPN not uh, celebrating the Buccaneers' backfield all that much. Uh, you know, look, Chase Edmonds is going to be a big part of this. If Chase Edmonds can be successful, then this group can be successful. If Chase Edmonds struggles and leaves it all on Rashad White, you know, again, until we've seen what we need to see out of Keyshawn Vaughn, it's hard to expect to see it. Certainly hope to see it, but it's hard to expect to see it. And beyond there, you know, I know there's there, you know, Sean Tucker is an exciting uh guy as an as a UDFA, but he's still a UDFA. That's a tall hill to climb. Looking at the NFL.com running back index, which is a list ranking of the NFL running backs by former NFL running back Maurice Jones Drew. Rashad White comes in 41st overall, uh, behind guys like Khalil Herbert, Chicago Bears, number 40, Latavius Murray number 39, who essentially was an injury replacement for Javante Williams. Other than that, he's a backup, career backup. Uh, Number 38, Antonio Gibson for the Commanders, who's the second running back in Washington. Number 37, free agent Leonard Fournette, who was released for for Rashad White to elevate, is ranked ahead of uh, Rashad White, according to Maurice Jones-Drew. And MJD wrote, quote, Fournette, who battled a foot injury in the second half of the season, failed to recreate the magic he brought to the Bucs offense in each of the previous two years, losing his job midseason to rookie Rashad White pretty much summed up his year six performance. I mean, if you lose your job to a guy, how are you ranked ahead of him? I don't know. You have to ask MJD. Number 36, AJ Dillon of the Green Bay Packers also ranked higher than Rashad White, and I've already spoken my piece uh, about that. But I'm not done speaking my piece on today's episode. We still got to talk about these running backs, but we're going to do it from a fantasy aspect. That is next on this episode of Locked on Bucks. Turning our attention now to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back room and their fantasy outlooks. We're going to look at some uh, experts here in the land of fantasy football. And by the way, these numbers are half PPR related. So if you're in a standard league, no PPR, all that stuff, take this all with a grain of salt because your league is going to uh, be impacted by that. We will do some deeper fantasy outlooks, fantasy dives on, on specific players as we get closer to the heavy fantasy draft season. But right now, just kind of taking an overview look, again, a preview look at the running back group as a whole. And we start off with Fantasy Pros, one of my favorite fantasy websites. Uh, If you have a fantasy website that you think is really great that's not used here in this episode, by all means, drop it in the comments, uh, and I'll gladly take a look at it. Rashad White, according to Fantasy Pros, comes in in Tier 4 as RB24. And if you're in a 12-team league, that means he's an RB2, the bottom end of the RB2 pool and uh, they have him listed after Alexander Madison in Minnesota and before DeAndre Swift in Philadelphia. Chase Edmonds is RB 62. So deep, deep backup, right? Tier seven uh, coming in after Zamir White of the Las Vegas Raiders and before Leonard Fournette, who is a free agent. I wouldn't recommend. I mean, look, Leonard Fournette's probably going to get a team, so you're probably safe. But 
you know, drafting a guy who's a free agent is always a little bit risky, right? Sean Tucker is RB 87, but they have him on the list. So we're going to talk about him here. Tier eights after Chris Evans of the Cincinnati Bengals before Dwayne McBride of the Minnesota Vikings. Keyshawn Vaughn comes in after Sean Tucker. So that tells you what the fantasy experts think of Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn is running back 115 in tier nine. Uh, they've got him ranked after Kevin Harris of the New England Patriots and before Chris Rodriguez Jr. of the Washington Commanders. According to the fantasy footballers, they also have Keyshawn Vaughn and Sean Tucker in their ratings. Rashad White, however, is RB24. So again, some consistency there. Again, after Alexander Madison uh, and before Antonio Gibson of the Washington Commanders this time for uh, Rashad White. Chase Edmonds is running back 61, so a little bit higher there after Cordero, Pat Cordero Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons before Zach Evans of the Los Angeles Rams. Sean Tucker is, again, ahead of Keyshawn Vaughn. Sean Tucker's RB72 coming in after Keontae Ingram of the Arizona Cardinals and before Matt Breida of the New York Giants. Keyshawn Vaughn is eight spots after uh, Sean Tucker, RB80, coming in after Zamir White of the Las Vegas Raiders and ahead of Boston Scott of the Philadelphia Eagles. Boston Scott tends to show up in the postseason, which doesn't help you in your fantasy league. Yahoo Fantasy, again, half PPR here. Rashad White is RB27, but this is a, cum a cumulative ranking, right? His highest ranking, according to Yahoo experts, is 24, which fits kind of runs chalk. Uh, his lowest ranking was 29th. He's coming in, according to them, after Dalvin Cook, who's a free agent. So, again, a little bit of risk there, but before Brian Robinson Jr. of the Washington Commanders. Chase Edmonds is RB64, coming in after Josh Kelly, but before Pierre Strong. Sean Tucker, again, above Keyshawn Vaughn. Sean Tucker is RB85, coming in after Israel Abinaconda of the New York Jets and before Malik Davis of the Dallas Cowboys. Keyshawn Vaughn, not ranked out of the 109 running backs that Yahoo did decide to rank. I did a fantasy pros mock draft. And in that mock draft, the only Buccaneers running back that was drafted was Rashad White. He went in the fifth round uh, at pick number 12. So mid to early fifth round is where you're going to want to target him. If you are not drafting uh, at the end of the fifth round, if you're drafting in the sixth round, targeting Rashad White, you might be out of luck. But uh, all the best of luck to the Buccaneers running back group. Hopefully we have plenty of good things to talk. I know right now, the shows have a little bit of a negative tone, but that's because the expectations around the team are so negative from the national aspect. And there's no practices going on. There are no games going on for us to say, ha, look at that. That is why you are wrong. We will continue to see, sit here and then bang the drum of potential and uh, all that stuff. Uh, so we will continue to do that while the national media continues to hedge their bets. Because let's be honest, if they talk low about the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers prove them wrong, nobody's really going to blame them other than Buccaneers fans. And if they're right, they're going to pat themselves on the back. But in the meantime, I'm going to pat you on the back because I thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen today and every day at Every Dares. I thank you again. I pat you twice on the back for coming through as consistently as you do. Let's get some mailbag episodes going this offseason. Let us know what you want to know from us. Send us your questions in the YouTube comments, or you can do it via email at LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM your questions to either of us on Twitter at jrco underscore bucks at d harrison 82 or at locked on bucks you can even specify who the question's for if you want to ask evan a wtsp wednesday question by all means shoot it to evan directly if you want to ask james if you want to ask me shoot it to us directly and we will respond in kind but i cannot promise you that the guy on the show with that person will not also respond for james arco i'm david harris until we speak again please make sure you're checking out everything going on at bucksgameday.com bucksnation.com hit us up on twitter and have a safe fourth of july weekend question mark quote unquote if you're out and about please be safe be kind to one another fire the cannons 
And thank you for joining us right here on Locked on Bucks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.